Hey y'all, it's Amelia Rose, and welcome to Say La Me. We are back to our normally scheduled programming, which is really, really, really nice. Um, I loved recording my episode on Taylor's Fearless, Taylor's Virgin album. Um, so if you missed that, go ahead and go listen to that because it is super, super fun and it was really crazy and exciting to record but at the same time here we are on Wednesday morning or Wednesday afternoon or whenever you are listening to this and I'm really happy to be back so yeah um all right I didn't end up telling y'all oh wait first first of all merch merch is on sale today tomorrow and Friday so links down below y'all know what to do but anyway um Anyway, uh, I didn't end up telling y'all. I was just in such a rush or just like excitedly (laughs) wanting to talk about fearless craziness, but um, I didn't end up telling y'all what I did on student break because I know I said in my episode before the fearless episode, I said that I would be telling y'all what I did on break. Um, So basically, it was just a chill day. It actually rained um, or it was like a rainy or cloudy, which is, like, one of the first days in, like, the entire week that it was raining and cloudy. It was beautifully sunny before then, so that's slightly annoying, but uh, we basically just went out to eat. Um, I actually registered for classes on that day because my university scheduled registration the exact same day we were supposed to be on break, um, which is okay. I'm smiling through the pain. No, I'm kidding. It's totally okay. Um, I just, I hate being late. I think I've said that about myself, but, um, I hate being late, and so if I don't register right at, like, 1 or whenever we're supposed to register, I feel like everyone's going to get the classes that I have chosen, and then I'm not, I'm going to be left with, like, the classes no one wants to take, um, but anyway, so registered and went out to eat, um, so yeah, it was a pretty good day, uh, but the, uh, topic or something of this episode is a little bit different, um, Y'all remember I did my story time episode. Well, I was asking people, I was like, tell me stories, ask me what stories you want to hear, whatever. And so one of my podcast friends, Olivia from the Fashion Fables podcast, go listen to that. Um, actually, I'll link it down below. So go listen to that. Um, but she asked me some questions and they were really, really good. And they didn't fit the theme of my episode because I was looking more for people to tell me their stories, but she wanted to me to tell stories or to give advice or whatever about my life. And the questions were super good. So I was just like, I'm just going to make a whole episode. So Olivia, here's your episode. (laughs) This is all for you. So let's go ahead and get started. Okay, so Olivia asked several questions, so I'm just going to read them all out, and then I'll respond to them one by one. So she says, Hey, Amelia, I would love to hear stories about the time slash moment you realized your worth and what this was like for you. Also, the first time you went to college and your experience transitioning into adulthood. Maybe also an unforgettable trip you went on and more about it. So this sounds like a super fun episode. I'm really excited to record this. So yeah, the first thing is a story about the time slash moment I realized my worth and what that was like for me. Well, um, let's see. We probably need some background. Background on me and self-worth and confidence and all of that. I was a pretty happy child. And I wouldn't say I was necessarily like confident, like super confident, but I was also not unconfident. So I was just like a normal kid. And um, of course, there are moments that make you feel self-conscious, not confident, whatever. But as far as my general attitude, I guess I was confident. I was just a happy kid. So that was nice. Um, And so just growing up, whenever I was 
generally happy. I went through a phase in middle school. Well, not a phase. I just went through a period in middle school where I was moody. I wouldn't say I was unhappy, but I, I, it, like, honestly, it began with songwriting and me being, like, thinking deeply about different things, and so I was really introspective and whatever, and so people can sometimes think that that's, like, you're unhappy, and it's like, I'm, I don't think I was necessarily unhappy, but I definitely was introspective. I thought about life, and I thought about things, and I, like, w- was super, like, into thinking about emotions, and I felt a lot, so I wasn't unhappy, but I was definitely, like, more subdued, I guess. I don't know. Um, But, yeah, that was around middle school. But high school was pretty happy, um, except for I think it was around my senior year. Um, I just got, I don't know, for some reason, I got knocked down a little bit. My confidence was was kind of, like, busted and bruised and whatever. And I I was just kind of insecure and whatever. So I... I think this was like junior, senior year of high school. Um, I was, I honestly was not very nice to myself during that period of time. Um, I was not treating myself right. I was, you know, thinking bad things about myself and um, I don't know. It was just like not a good time. And so I, it, this has been going on for a while and um, it, it changed kind of like the way I went about daily life. Like I wouldn't listen to certain music because I was just like, eh, like that was when I was happy or, you know, something. I just didn't want to hear it and also didn't want to feel like a hypocrite because a lot of the music I listened to at the time was Taylor Swift, Viridia, um, mostly Viridia, I would say at that time. And their music is all about um, self-worth and um, just, I don't know, you matter and all of these messages of encouragement and rising above things and I felt like I would be a big hypocrite if I continued to listen to that because I was like not doing that I was just down in the dumps and not really being very good person myself and so um one time in the kitchen um my dad started playing Viridia since I was in there he was like oh you know she's in there she loves Viridia let's play Viridia and so he was playing that, and it was this one song, this song called Mechanical Planet, and the song in the chorus says, you were made for perfection, not created defective, um, and it kind of made me realize that I had been thinking that I was, like, made defective, or that I, you know, maybe I wasn't created, like, by God as a defective person, but I was made defective by the different things that I've been through, or whatever. It wasn't even all that dramatic, but for me, my thing about feeling and stuff um like I felt a lot and I was I was sensitive um and that was good for some aspects and I feel like I could really empathize with people and it made me a more compassionate person because I could I really can put myself in people's shoes and kind of try and understand as far as the understanding goes for that point of view um I can really understand kind of what people are going through um, that's probably the closest I get to understanding what people are going through if I haven't been through that thing myself. And so I would say I'm pretty good at putting myself in other people's shoes. And so my sensitivity and my emotions and all that, um, really helps me in that area, but also kind of has me take like everything that happens and kind of internalize it. So, you know, if someone's not nice to me, I'm like, oh, you know, 
why weren't they nice to me? And if people keep not being nice to me or things keep happening that seem bad, like I remember I had to, I retook my ACT to try and get a higher score. And instead of saying, oh, I'm, I want to improve, it was me internalizing that and being like, well, I'm not good enough the first time, you know? Um, so just little things like that would happen. And for some reason, my, <laughs> my response that whole time was just like, it's because I'm horrible. It's like, woe is me type of thing. But anyway, back to the kitchen we were listening to that and I had not listened to that song in forever um because I don't know I just felt uncomfortable listening because I was like well I don't I don't want to have this message and me be championing this message of loving yourself and like realizing your worth meanwhile I'm beating myself up so I was like I'm just not gonna be a hypocrite so I'm just not gonna listen to it you know (laughs) which is just it's so stupid but whatever um and so I heard that song and it really did hit me, um, just this moment of clarity. And I was just like, whoa, I'm, I'm, I'm being mean to myself. I'm not doing good things. I'm, I'm really like robbing myself of life and joy and happiness and, um, whatever. So it, what it was like for me, but it was very, it was jarring, but like in a really good way, it's like, I needed, I needed that little push and to be like, Hey, snap out of it. Like, you're a good person, and you deserve good things, and it's okay to mess up some of the time, but at the same time, it's really, I don't know, it's life, you know, and people aren't, you know, going to be nice to you all the time, and that's fine, you know, Um, which I'm really glad that I have snapped out of that, you know, because there have been other instances where people have not been nice to me, and if I was still in that phase, I would just like keep going deeper into that pain. And instead, now I can laugh it off. And I'm I'm a very confident person. I'm an extremely well, I wouldn't say overly confident. I'm not like a cocky person or something. I'm um very confident, but not overly confident. I guess that makes sense. But anyway, you know, I realize my worth. Um, that's the whole point. I realize it's not me, it's them. And some of the time it is you and some of the time you just need to like evaluate and think, oh, wow, yeah, maybe that comment or that thing came off in a weird way. Um, But if someone is repeatedly being mean to you or ignoring you or whatever, and you're not always like messing up your sentences and coming off as rude, like it is them, you know. So anyway, that was my moment of realizing my self-worth. Also, another song by Viridia that made me realize I think this played right after Mechanical Planet was Furious Love. Um, that's my all-time favorite Viridia song, so if you don't listen to any of their other stuff, listen to that song. Um, but And also listen to their new stuff because their new stuff's amazing too, but Furious Love is my favorite Viridia song just because it was the first one I ever heard, and then it's the one I go back to to realize, yeah, like the world might not be amazing all the time, but um, I'm loved, you know. So, sorry, uh, just been drinking coffee, so yay, that's great for podcasting. Anyway, um, yeah, that was my moment where I realized my own worth, and I was able to turn around and be super happy. Um, also, thank you, Viridia, for continuing to write music and writing your songs and whatever, because, uh, I've told you all this before, but that moment in my life really did change things for me, um, and I'm very, very grateful, so thank you. Hey y'all, it's sponsor time. Today's episode is sponsored by Catch. I've been using Catch for several months and I absolutely love it. Y'all know that I love fashion and putting together a good outfit, 
but sometimes you get uninspired by what you have in your closet, or you know your wardrobe needs something, but you're not quite sure what. This is where Catch comes in. Catch is a female-founded tech styling service that provides fashion inspiration based on your preferences and needs. Catch takes all of the hassle out of online shopping, letting you find the perfect pieces more easily than ever. I've been introduced to so many brands through Catch, and getting my style recommendations is a bright point of my week. All you need to do is take a short style quiz, and then you'll get weekly style recommendations picked especially for you. Partnered with numerous brands, Catch is the best way to shop online. Go to joincatch.com and enter your information to get started. Okay, so the next question is, what about the first time that you went to college and your experience transitioning into adulthood? So, this is great. Uh, Olivia, I think you're a freshman, so um, this is probably, like, I love asking questions about the the phase of life that I'm in. Um, Like, right now, I'd be asking people, what happens after you graduate and, like, get your first job and, like, what happens to job hunting? So, uh, yeah, this is great. So, uh, first time I went to college was awesome and also kind of a culture shock. culture sock, whatever, um, culture shock. It was great. And it was just really, I was really, really happy with how I was able to acclimate to college because not only was college, you know, it doesn't matter where you go to high school. College is a little bit different than high school anyway, but I was also homeschooled. And so going to college was just a little bit of an added layer of differentness, I guess, difference. Um, and it was great. I loved it and loved homeschooling and also loved college. So I was really happy. I was really glad. Um, I was nervous that since I loved homeschooling that I would really lo- like dislike college because it's so different. But no, I love both of them. So I was super, super happy. That was one of my biggest fears going into college was um, like not liking it because it was going to be super different. But no, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Y'all know that I majored in music my freshman year. So that was extremely different from what I'm doing now. Super, super different. My schedule was packed. It was kind of ridiculously packed. I was like, how are you going to load all this onto a freshman and expect them to like also have a life outside of school? Um, somehow I managed it slightly. Um, I almost got out alive. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I got out alive, but um, very weird. Uh, yeah, looking back to music was very interesting. Um, I just did so much that I do not do now. Like, practice rooms. I go into practice rooms and practice piano, like, for an hour before class starts. I don't do that anymore. Um, I really don't play piano at all. I really need to. I, I love piano, and I love being able to know how to play chords and just the very basic stuff that you can just play a song with. Um, I need to get back to that. But anyway, um, I was also kind of worried, like, about finding friends and I was worried I was like okay I really don't know anyone from high school or middle school or whatever because it's basically all my siblings which I know them and honestly that was amazing um I would say my college experience really isn't very typical of a normal college student um because I go with all my siblings they're all on campus and I just I commute so I don't live in the dorms or anything I'm not a part of a sorority um, I am involved on campus. I'm just not into Greek life or whatever. Um, so my experience probably isn't typical, but I really, really love it. it. I think it's great and it really does work for me. Um, but yeah, I was also worried about, you know, 
fitting in with people and finding things that I love to do and all of that. And I got off to a bumpy start, not fitting in necessarily, but finding things I love to do because um, my fall semester freshman year, yeah, fall semester freshman year seems so long ago, but also I remember it very vividly. Um, I had lots of music classes and I absolutely loved it. I loved being immersed in music. I had this guitar instructor. I, I majored in guitar, um, and he was great. He was very, like, encouraging to me, and he, I don't know how, but he could kind of gauge where I was, um, in my, like, musicianship or whatever, um, and then he would challenge me just to go a little bit further, but he also wouldn't freak me out with a whole bunch of, like, stuff that I didn't know how to do, so he was, he was amazing. I really miss him, but anyway, he was awesome. My music theory teacher was also awesome, um, which is great because I had him, like, 8 a.m., three days a week, um, and then I had another professor for the other section of that course two days a week, sorry, two days a week at 8 a.m., so, five days a week, 8 a.m. classes for music theory, which is horrible. I hate music theory. I hate music theory like the teachers, whatever. Um, I got out and did okay, but for a while, it was very uncertain. (laughs) Um, And so, I had that, and I was just thriving. I did choir, which was awesome. We had different performances and stuff, and I loved it. And so, I went went home for Christmas, um, went home, it's like 20 minutes away, whatever, um, I did, I stayed home for Christmas, and I was just like, yes, this is awesome, and then I went back for spring semester, and I hated it, like, I didn't hate it immediately, but we had a lot of changes, like, my wonderful guitar professor left, um, which is good, he did what was good for him and his family, but, then it was really sad for me because I didn't have him anymore. And then we had this other person um, that I will do a podcast episode on. He was horrible. Whatever. Anyway, um, it was common knowledge he was bad. But yeah, I hated that. He was actually really ugly to me. (laughs) He would like tell me that I was a horrible musician and like at every lesson, it was awful. I'm totally doing a whole episode on that later on. Um, My guitar instructor from hell. Um, But anyway, uh, that changed. Also, I don't know, I feel like the whole dynamic changed. Several professors had attitude changes. Some of them that I still really liked. I still really love music theory teacher. Um, love them because um, there were two people. I already said that. Whatever. Um, but some of the other prof- professors, I'm totally messing this up. Whatever. Um, two of the other professors, not two, several of the other professors kind of like had attitude changes and I was like, mm, don't like this. So anyway, it was really rough. And so that was probably a semester that I grew the most because I realized, wow, I put all this time and effort into music. It's not easy and I'm willing to do it, but I, I feel like this is miserable. And thank you so much to my parents. I know a lot of people in college kind of say that it's like, They kind of, like, portray this image of, like, it's uncool to be, to talk to your parents, and it's uncool to, like, ask your parents for advice. Oh my gosh, guys, I would be a completely different person if I did not ask my parents for advice. I seriously would, and I like the person I am, so that's not a bad thing. Um, that is a bad thing that I would be a different person. Um, talk to your parents, you know, if they're supportive, talk to them, and they want what's best for you. Don't let people tell you that talking to your parents is immature or childish because it absolutely is not. I do not know what I'm going to do when my parents are gone. I'm not even thinking about that, but um, yeah, so grateful because 
I was super conflicted. I was like, whoa, I don't want to like be wrong in quotes, but I don't want to be wrong and say like, wow, my, I was wrong about music and I don't want to do it anymore. And now I feel like a failure, you know, but my mom, especially, um, but both my parents, but especially my mom was like, honey, you're miserable. You are miserable. Okay. And I don't want you to be miserable for four years of college, you know? Um, and truth was, I was miserable. The first semester, it was amazing. And it ignited the love of music in me so much. And then second semester, I was slowly beginning to hate music, which is honestly like unimaginable for me. Um, so I feel like, Olivia, your question about transitioning into adulthood, this is really when I decided, hey, it's an adult thing to do to stop something that you really, really wanted when you find out that it's making you miserable. I remember going to the, I think it was the registrar's office or something and formally changing my major. Um, and that was difficult for me. But then at the same time, I got to drop some classes that I like just did not enjoy. Um, so that was fun. Very exciting. I dropped all my guitar classes. It was amazing. I was so excited not to do that anymore. Um, but anyway, whatever. So that was a really adult thing that I had to do was decide, are you going to stick with something you originally wanted or are you going to make the decision that is best for your happiness, even though it's it kills you? Like I was so upset like that entire semester because I still had to do it was too late for me to change my classes but so I still was doing all these music classes but inside I knew I don't I'm not doing this you know next semester it's kind of like all for nothing except for I just have to make good grades in these classes and move on so it was like a very delayed like I made the decision but it was a delayed thing for me to actually like switch my classes so I had to wait till next fall I had to wait till the next fall semester of my sophomore year before I could do that. So that was probably a defining moment for me of being an adult and just being like, you know what? I thought I wanted this, but if I I want it, but I don't want this. And if I want to do music, I can do it another way, but I, I can't be here anymore. So it was really hard for me to do that. But at the same time, it was completely worth it. And then I feel like I've gotten just even more confident in my decision making since then because changing my major really was amazing for me. Um, I was, I mean, of course there were some things that I was sad to learn, um, or to leave, not sad to learn. Um, like, uh, my choir, the university choir, we did a performance downtown at the Sanger Theater and it was amazing. It was, we, we performed Carmina Barana. If you don't know what that is, you probably do by sound, but by, you know, the name of the, opera or the piece or whatever you probably aren't familiar with it um go look it up we performed that entire thing it was beautiful it was amazing and that was one of the last weeks of me being in, in music and I was like wow it made me really it made me really sad but it also made me really happy because I was like I'm so glad I get to experience this but at the same time I'm really sad to be leaving it but then I had to remind myself this this is the bright point in your semester versus all the rest of every day that's really bad or really annoying. Um, So yeah, that was probably one of the most adult things that I've had to do is something that I've wanted since middle school, just be like, this is not the way to it. You know, if you're going to do music, you can't do it through this because this is making you miserable. You're not fun to be around. Um, This stuff is not fun to be around. And life isn't all about fun, but it's also not all about being miserable and being just in pain. (laughs) 
All right, and the last question Olivia asked was about an unforgettable trip and more about it. So, one of the most unforgettable trips I've gone on was um, my family and I went on a day trip to Seaside, Florida, and it was absolutely amazing. It was right before COVID. Literally, that was our spring break. Then we went um, home, and the next week, we had another week of spring break while they monitored the COVID situation. Then we were told that we would be staying home for two weeks and classes will be online. And then at the end of that, we were told classes will be online forever. <laughs> and um, then we were having finals on our sofa and that somehow made the finals even harder because you weren't in an academic setting. Anyway, getting off topic, but even if this trip hadn't been right before the world shut down, it still would have been super memorable. I actually have a lot of pictures from this trip, so I will be uploading a blog post um, to my website. So keep an eye out for that. I'll link the pictures in that post and just tell you all about the trip. And also I'll, um, Oops, sorry, something just popped on my computer. Um, I might include some stuff about college and all that stuff. So anyway, um, keep it out for that. But yeah, this trip was amazing. It was, it's like this little quaint little beach town. If I were to ever film a music video, which I won't, but if I ever were to film a music video, I would base it, like, it would be like this cute, <clears throat> sorry, this cute little love story in seaside <laughs> so it's it's just the most adorable little thing ever and it's just gorgeous and i love it so i will be doing a blog post so that you can see more um pictures and get a better idea but that trip i just felt so relaxed so excited and i think i had actually been having a little bit of a tough time before that trip um because i remember feeling like i need a break and i don't really tend to feel like that as much um like that's not really something where a break comes up and I'm like oh I need this um I don't really feel like that and so I remember thinking wow I really need this break I need to like calm down and I need to have stuff stop happening I need time to just step away um so that was also really nice for me just to be like oh um, and also I love I love taking pictures at the time I had Instagram so it was definitely a little bit of a motivator for me to take pictures but at the same time I love taking pictures um anyway so this town had so many beautiful places to take pictures um and by pictures I mean of that not of me necessarily um and it was just nice they had like cobblestone streets like it was beautiful people were riding around on bicycles um, just out in the sunshine. It was nice weather, so it was warm and beautiful, and it was just an amazing time. I really, really enjoyed it, and I remember those, like, it seemed like there were all these little couples all around. <laughs> um, there was one specific couple, and they were so cute. Oh my gosh, they were just holding hands and walking, and they had ice cream, and it was just adorable. Maybe that's why I want to film a, lo a love story music video there, um, but yeah, they were so cute. I don't, that actually like heightened my enjoyment of the trip because I was like, oh my gosh, people are in love and it's a gorgeous time, whatever. Um, I think they also had a shopping center. That, it wasn't in Seaside. I think it was like a little bit down from Seaside. I don't exactly remember where it was, but they also had shopping centers. We went there and shopped and I don't remember, I remember I got a, an exercise like outfit thing I was taking an exercise class at the time and my mom's like get something really cute um to wear and whatever so 
It's a very cute set, whatever. Um, I don't remember if I got anything else. But anyway, so then we went to Seaside and we had lunch and they had a crepe truck. Like they have food trucks and it's right by the beach. They had a crepe truck, guys. It's amazing. I have a picture of me holding a crepe, so I'm going to put that in the vlog. Um, but yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Loved it. And it was just so fun, so relaxing, so beautiful. And I don't know I don't know what else I can say about it except for that it was just super, super fun. Um I loved being with my family and I loved being in beautiful places and we went to the beach and we spent all day just browsing around and shopping and having wonderful food and being out in the beautiful weather and just uh it was gorgeous so that was probably one of my favorite trips ever because it was just so extremely fun and I really really enjoyed it I want to go back and yeah it was amazing